0: Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. It's Friday and it's not raining. Two things to be very happy about. The third, we're going to keep you entertained for the next hour or so. Hey, guys, it's Mark Aram and most of the bananas at your beck and call till 8 tonight. Uh, Same thing we've done all week, basically, Longoria. Uh, First hour, we're going to do our Mark Aram show, have some fun, keep you entertained, and then at 7 p.m., we're going to flip the switch and go on the Cox Media Group Radio Network and give you an impeachment trial recap. Tonight on the show, Deb Green's booked Our buddy Ron Carlson, WSB legal analyst, who always does a great job of breaking down what's going on in the world of law. And this time it's the trial on the Senate floor. And uh, WSB political analyst Bill Crane. So we got you covered. I know you probably weren't able to watch the entire trial today or listen, so uh, we'll recap that at 7. We've got uh, some interesting stories that I want to talk about in this first hour. The first one, I was sitting at home, Deb Green. uh, My alarm goes off at 4 p.m. (laughs) <laughs> which is pretty, which okay. is pretty interesting, and as soon as I as my alarm goes off, I turn on Channel Two Action News at four right. just to see what's going on locally. And usually it's it's tough stories. Like this yeah. morning, this was an awful story. The traffic
1: update this we morning. We had the
0: double. This is just an awful story. So not that I wanted to bring us down, but we had the double fatal tractor trailer crash. And after I get off work, um, I'm home and I check my Instagram messages. I don't know if you guys are on Instagram, but if you're not. Following someone or you don't get their messages right away. It's like this other spam folder and it was a message from a girl Asking if I had any update on the thing because her uh, her dad was a big rig driver And I was like I don't have any additional details. She'd sent me to early in the morning I got it at like 1030 and I wrote back and she's like yeah, we found out it was my dad and he's dead I was oh, like, that's oh, terrible. I know I felt so bad Anyway, thanks for bringing us down, Deb Green. Uh, but usually, you, know, you watch news, you get stories like that. You're like, oh, it's, just, it's sad, it's tragic. And Baron Peterson, our buddy from Channel 2 Action News, had an amazing story today about adulting. He joins us live on the show. Baron, how are you, my friend? Hey, how are you, Mark? I loved this story. Adulting at a uh, school in Lumpkin County where kids aren't learning about algebra and geometry and geography one day, but things that they will actually use in life. Tell us about this.
2: Yeah, well, they took the day off for the seniors only, and 273 of them. And uh, you know, these are kids that are taking calculus and physics. You know, a lot of them are dual enrolled in college, and you know, others. Uh, not only that, but they're student athletes. They are so busy that they don't learn a lot of the stuff that mom and dad taught us way back in the day. Now, there's still parents that teach them about. A lot of practical matters for daily daily life, but there are plenty who don't have time for that. They can't teach them. These are things like, you know, how to unplug a toilet, or uh, how to change oil in a car, or fix a flat, or sew on a button. So they had uh, oh three dozen different stations where all of these things that happen when life happens to us all the students were able to go through all of these stations and uh, the principal brought in experts. Some of them were already on staff, but they brought in contractors, experts from all over the area to teach them how to do this, you know, how to, how to change a ceiling fan out, you know, changing light switches, you know, basic electricity, basic plumbing, basic fix a hole in the wall, all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, students told me, Hey, I don't know how to do this. And when you get to college and, uh, you know, the toilet's plugged up, you need to know what how to handle yeah. that
0: situation. So it, it was really interesting. Talk to Barrett Peterson from Channel 2 Action News. Adulting day in Lumpkin County High School. You know, a lot of that stuff I didn't learn. Uh, my dad wor- was a workaholic. Like, there were days where I, I would see him in the morning, and that was it. I wouldn't see him until the next morning because he was working so many jobs. So a lot of the dad stuff – Changing the oil, changing the tire, that kind of stuff I never knew. The mom, my mom took care of, like, I, I can to this day sew a pretty good button on. Like, I know how to sew a button. <laughs> I know how to, you know, and not to be uh, stereotypical, but when I was growing up, the mom did the button, the mom did the ironing. So I got all that stuff. But some of that dad stuff I never learned until I go to college, you mentioned, and I get a flat tire and I'm like, oh no, what do I do? Because no one taught it. I love the fact that it took a day out to give uh, some really good life lessons to these kids.
2: Yeah, and it was, uh, you know, the whole school day, they started at 8 a.m. and they wrapped up a little bit after 2, and uh, the principal, um, he looked into this. It was a school system in Kentucky that uh, he saw did it, and uh, he took it and ran with it, and, you know, he even told uh, told me himself that, you know, he has two sons that go to school, and they had a flat. On the way to school this morning, they might not have been able to handle it. Well, now they can. They just went through uh, just went through the course, and and I think you're going to see this spread because there were uh, the administrators from 13 different county school systems went out went over to Lumpkin County Holiday to watch. And uh, Adulting Day is probably going to spread out all over the metro. I,
0: I love the idea, and and we take we fast forward to 2020, and you alluded to this, uh, Barrett, the fact that, you know, most families these, day has, these days have two working parents, so th- that mom and dad don't have, or it's a single-parent home, and, and they, there's not the time to teach them this stuff. And I had a pretty good education in high school. I, had a, I, I can't remember. I didn't learn a thing, really, that <laughs> impacted my adult life. Uh, this, this would have stayed with me. You know, how to change a tire would have stayed with me. So kudos to Lumpkin County High School. I think it's great adulting day. I think that needs to spread across the metro area.
3: Yeah, they were
2: doing cooking too. Um, they were making some wild Tuscan chicken. sounds <laughs> great in there. And uh, you know, we, you know, I asked a, a couple of the girls. Uh, I said, "Hey, have you done this?" They're like, "You know, I, I don't cook. Cooking's hard. I have college uh, AP chemistry. That's easier." Yeah, exactly so, uh, right. It, it's and you know they're so busy with uh, you know. Getting through their sophomore year of college while they're still in high school, and uh, this kind of the other kind of stuff, some of these practical matters, they never picked up. And the principal realized that, and he he wants well-rounded kids
0: that aren't just ready for college, but they're ready for life. Barrett's on Twitter at b peterson wsb. Great story. Great to talk to you. Have a good weekend, bud. Yeah, you bet. All right, Brent Peterson for chat. I love that. That's love- yeah, a great idea. It is. I mean. I can't think of a single thing that I learned in high school that has helped me as an adult. I had a good education. I learned history and English and and Italian. Day to day, I don't know any of that. Right. I would have loved to have had to know how to fix a toilet.
1: All that time wasted on the stupid Quadratica formula, and I've
0: never had to use it. Exactly. The, uh, what was the chart with the chemicals? The periodic table. The periodic Remember table. when
1: teachers said, you're never, you're not going to have a calculator, and they yeah. lied, because we all do.
0: Exactly. We've got a calculator everywhere. <laughs> I want to talk about this in a second. So here's what I want to know. There, there are two things I want to know. I'm going to ask you, Longoria and Deb, and, okay. and Scotty B, screening for Low T tonight. Um, what, what's one thing that you're really good at adulting, and what's one thing that you still haven't mastered as an adult? For me I'll give you an example. Um, I I learned in college, I used to get flat tires all the time. I learned quickly how to change a tire. Like I learned I I did it myself. I didn't go on YouTube, no one taught me. <laughs> right. I was like all right. Well now that's how kids learn now stuff. Now that's is, everything's I just on YouTube. Pull it up yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So I learned so I can t- I'm like NASCAR quick at changing the tire. Like uh, in Christmas story, remember yeah, the dad? No. <laughs> I don't need I don't need any kid holding my lug nuts. I can do it all. Um, but I you know I no I have no idea how to change oil. I am a slave to the oil change places. Oh, yeah. Deb Green changes her own oil. Yeah,
1: I changed my own oil. That's, really? That's yeah. pretty hot. My, wow. my <laughs> dad was a mechanic and I had to work on the farm. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: So, those. So there's an example there. I'm really good at changing a tire as an adult. I'm really bad. I don't know how to change my oil as an adult. So, give me something you're good at as an adult and something you still not have not yet mastered as an adult. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. While we wait for the calls. I got this is amazing. Deb, you're not going to understand this. I got hit on today, Longoria. Oh, really? I got flirted with Why by would a stranger. Because you're a girl, you get hit it's on all the time. It's still
1: flattering, right?
0: But it happens to you daily. Yeah, okay. I can't remember the last time <laughs> I was uh, flirted wow. with by a stranger, like an adult woman. And this stranger. wasn't your fiance? No. With. Oh, okay. No. It was like a random this stranger. Was, I was at a, uh, an, a business. Right. And she wasn't working on commission or anything. It was, you know. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. And I was like. At first, I was like, oh, she's just being nice. You and weren't then, putting
1: dollars in her shoes? No, Aww. nothing
0: like that. This is a respectable business. <laughs> and she was like, then I'm like, she's being super nice. I'm like, she's being really nice. And did I'm she like, know who you were? Like, what no, you did? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. She didn't let on. But uh, she was flirting. I was like, I cannot remember the last time any, any woman or dude has ever flirted with <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Right? That doesn't yeah. happen to us, Longoria. No, no, it doesn't. No. It, does, it, it I mean, women, I'm sure it happened literally Guys hit on you all the yeah, time. Yeah, they're usually green. creepy. Fine. Uh, yeah, I get that. I understand that. But it, it's a, a common occurrence for you. It
1: feels kind of nice, though, right? You're like, I was. Hey, yeah, I, was I still on, got it.
0: I was on cloud nine. I still got it. I was. Well, I don't know if I've ever had it. But, <laughs> well, I'm just
1: saying, you know. But right? I was
0: like, I can't remember the last time. Like when I first started dating Maya, before we started dating, there was flirting going on. But I knew her. Right, This right, was right, a right. total stranger. Like total yeah, yeah. She total-
1: was flirting with you, yes. not vice versa.
0: Correct. And I was like, this is, I can't even believe this. I can't believe what's going on right now. <laughs> it felt good longer. ago. was the last time a woman flirted with you, an adult woman? <laughs> uh, okay, Yeah, I can't even. I can't decades, even take, right? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> a decade. at least decades. It yeah. doesn't happen to us. No, no. Yeah. Was, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, Donnie kicks us off in Rome, Georgia. Donnie, welcome to the show
4: hey man uh when you get old like me you'll still be flirted with that's just not what i call about okay you will will promise anyway uh i've been thinking ever since probably 40 years now they should have a class in school called life and it should last at least a year if not a semester a year
0: what do they Um, teach in the class called life
4: in that class, they should teach all the things you've mentioned so far, but they should teach how to act when a police officer stops you. They should teach how to uh, act, if you call the fire department, any public safety knowledge like that. They should teach first aid. They should teach how to save a life. First,
0: That, that first, is very good. Here's one, and this I think this could fit in your life class, Donnie. Um, how to well i don't know if it matters anymore in 2020 but no, i never knew how to balance a checkbook oh yeah i had to do that i had to learn on my own on college like financial stuff mm-hmm. you know that should be in the life course adulting how to how to put together a budget i never knew that i still don't know how to do a budget i got to call up Wes Moss. Wes, how much money could I spend this <laughs> month on food? Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, adulting class at Lumpkin County High School. What's something you've mastered as an adult and one thing you still haven't been able to wrap your hands around? 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Arum. Kudos to Lumpkin County High School holding adulting day today. Teaching kids how to iron, fix the toilet, change a tire. What have you not yet mastered as an adult? And what are you uh, great at as an adult? 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Serena's in Rome. Serena, welcome to the show. Hello,
4: how are
5: you?
0: Excellent. What's going on?
5: Well, um, as far as things I've not mastered, I would say ironing my clothes. I, I try so hard to avoid that. I pull them out of the dryer before they get a chance to get wrinkled. Um, but <clears throat> as a parent who is trying desperately to raise productive citizens, um, I love the fact that Lump- Lumpkin County is doing this. But the thought that our
6: culture has gotten to the point that we we'll don't have parents
0: that parents <laughs> yeah that, and teach but that's them that that's these just, life
3: skills. That's the, the way so it is, though. So
0: that's that's just you know life changes, absolutely. the world changes. Here's here's I got a uh, yeah. little hit for you. Um, I don't need to iron much anymore because uh, my fiance Maya has this thing called a steamer.
1: Oh yeah, those are oh, great. Oh, yeah. oh,
0: that's so much easier. I like, than how that's new to you. I'm still pretty <laughs> good at ironing, but the steamer is, steamer is money, money. Chris Chandler's money. He's got news, weather, and traffic. And when we come back, more of your calls. It's the Mark Aram Show on a Friday. Having fun, Longo. Smile. Hey there. This is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. 639, 50 degrees on Peachtree Street. A four on the Mark Aram Show, Back Sweat Meter. No longer in the 20s. Uh, Coming up, Brittany from uh, Access Atlanta will join us. Second hour of the program, Bill Crane and Ron Carlson. Impeachment trial update continues on the Cox Media Group radio network. In the meantime, most of my bananas are here. Deb Green, Longoria, Scotty B. is screening the calls because Low T. Chuck. Is in a cabin somewhere? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're talking about Lumpkin County High School. Tip of the hat to the folks at Lumpkin County doing an adulting day today, teaching the kids how to change a tire, change their oil, cook some meals, fix a toilet. Stuff that I wish I had learned as a youngin, and stuff that, uh, you know, I still don't know how to change my oil. It blows my mind that Deb Green can change oil. And I can't. I'm a master at changing the tire, though. I'm NASCAR fast.
1: It is a little harder for me because I'm not as strong, but I could do it.
0: For the tire? Yeah. 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 All right. Maybe you'll teach me how to change my oil after the show. Okay,
1: we'll go upstairs. Yeah, we'll do a little. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'd like
0: to to film that. (laughs) We'll do a Facebook Live on that. Uh, So (laughs) the question is, dear listener, what are things that you've mastered as an adult and what are some things that you still don't know how to do as an adult? Monica joins us in Hushton. Monica, welcome to the show. Thank you. What's going on, buddy?
2: So, I'm great. I'm an excellent cook, especially when it comes to making healthy meals on a budget. So, And I'm passing that on to my kids and showing them, especially as they're heading out off to college, how they can make a, a good healthy meal that's not super expensive because there's so much junk out there. Sure. and I don't want them living on junk.
0: Now, I give my mom but, credit. She taught me how to make three dishes and to this day they might still be the only three dishes I know how to make. <laughs> Shepherd's pie, which you can do on a budget you just got to cut yep. some corners uh fancy uh, spaghetti I can make a nice spaghetti and I can make chicken parmesan which is uh which yeah. is pretty detailed uh you know you gotta fry the chicken cutlets but my mom taught me and I could do grilled cheese sandwiches and omelets but like I have three main yeah. dishes I can make so that that is had been very helpful in my adult life.
2: Well, my specialty is egg rolls, so I've taught Ooh. my kids how to make healthy egg rolls because they're so expensive in the grocery store to buy. And my kids they'll they'll eat, you know, a whole box in, in a second. <laughs> a <whole
0: box>. so. <laughs> now, uh, do you use the air fryer on those, Monica? Have you, you have one of those air fryers?
5: We I do, I do not. We just bake them.
0: Oh. We just bake them. All right, you bake those egg rolls. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, last we talked to you, you proposed to a lady. What was the verdict, yay or nay? She said no. Oh, well. (laughs) That's all right, Russ. That's all right. Where do you stand now with the uh, female companions?
4: Well, I've got this other girl named Karen. Okay. Wrote me a letter that says she wants to marry me, so I don't know.
0: Wrote you a letter from what uh, facility is she uh, being held?
4: Well, I'm in the I'm in the hospital right now visiting her. Oh so no, kidding! She's in the hospital. Is she yeah. doing okay? She's getting
0: out, I think, tomorrow. Excellent. Yeah. Tell us about Karen. She is fell there out of a car. was there an immediate <laughs> spark with Karen? I mean, do you uh, do you feel the you know something cooking in your uh, belly with her?
4: She wrote me a letter that says she knew immediately I was the one. I don't know what the one is, but yeah, it's pretty. Uh, you
0: know, she she really likes me. So good. I, so. Is I she physically, is she all right after falling out of the car? Yeah, she, she's doing all right.
4: They're yeah. going to let her go, I think tomorrow.
0: Okay. All right. So then you'll have the weekend and then you'll check back on Monday and maybe, uh, you'll be ring shopping. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. All right. You got any other big plans besides from waiting for the uh, Karen to heal up?
4: Not really. Uh just, just her. I'm just thinking about her.
0: Yeah. So. All right. Thoughts and prayers to Karen. I can't tell you, Longoria, how many times I've fallen out of a car. Yeah. It's I mean daily. <laughs> yeah. Fall, is it really? Yeah. Falling yeah. out of a car. Yeah. Mark is in Sandy Springs. Mark, welcome to the show.
4: yeah, hey, thank you. Uh, some things I've met. I'm 34, and I was always raised to be self-sufficient. So my dad taught me how to change my brakes, uh, drums, rotors, pads. All oh that. wow, that's that's oil. good
0: stuff, right? That'll save you a ton. <laughs> As an oh, adult.
4: yeah. I uh, did work as an electrician, so learned that. Construction. All kinds of fun stuff. I cannot fold a fitted sheet to save my life. <laughs> I don't
0: think you know, anybody can. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. Like, Houdini couldn't fold a, fit, a yeah, fitted I, I sheet. Yeah, I
4: can't do that, and I also can't get through for Millennial Match Game. Those are the two problems I have as an adult.
0: Well, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get you as a contestant on a Millennial Match Game. How about that?
4: Oh, that's fantastic.
3: All all right. I love it.
0: Yeah, get Scotty B to—we'll uh, get your information. Deb Green will be in, in contact. Here's one thing on Twitter, okay. um, I cannot properly load a dishwasher to save my life. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I do it. Yeah. But my like, I'll do it. in My like, no. What are you doing? Put the pots <laughs> here, but like, I'm just horrible. Just yeah. yeah. Like it's just like slip shot, just scattered everywhere is where I put the stuff. <laughs> uh, Susie's in Alabama. Susie, real quick, what do you have?
5: Say that I've
3: mastered my finances as Good an for adult.
0: You. That's a very important skill to have. I still am trying to do it that.
3: Is. But I can't
0: manage my time. Not work. <laughs> I'm better at that, but I but ha- out of necessity, with my crazy schedule, I have to be a king at time management. So I've I've mastered that. Did not learn that as a kid, though. Had to learn that through trial and error. When we come back, Brittany from Access Atlanta will tell us what's popping in the ATL. Hang tight. It's Friday on the Mark Aram Show. Joining us as she does every Friday on the Mark Aram Show from our partners at Access Atlanta. It's the lovely and talented Brittany Tenenbaum. How are you, Britt?
6: I am great. It's Friday. It's the weekend. I feel like when we have shorter weeks, they Mm -hmm. feel longer.
0: I worked on Monday, so oh uh, well. Been, then, <laughs> this is then, a then you're the wrong
6: person that I should be talking. I'm to. ready
0: to relax this weekend, so tell me there's some fun stuff going yes. around the ATL.
6: Um, some foodie things for you to do. I know you're a big foodie. We've got our first Oyster Fest over at Atkins Park in Smyrna. That's going down uh, this whole weekend. It's the ninth annual Oyster Fest over at Atkins Park. They're going to have raw, grilled, and fried oysters. And you can experience some live New Orleans-inspired music in a Mardi Gras-style environment. So basically, sip on New Orleans-style cocktails while eating your raw, grilled—well, you don't like grilled, I don't like grilled. I'll eat them raw
0: and fried. I mean, I'll eat grilled. I just don't prefer them. You're missing out is all I can say. And then uh, I think third weekend of February is the Steamhouse Lounge Oyster Fest, too.
6: Yes, and then then there's another one at Park Tavern in Piedmont Park, I believe, in a week or two.
0: Do you know the rule about oysters when me. Don't eat oysters in a month that doesn't have an R in it.
6: A month that has an R in it. So we're good for May.
0: Don't eat them in May. Don't eat them in...
6: That doesn't have an R. Yes, Got June, it. July, okay.
0: August, September, the R okay. months. I don't Got know it. if it's an old wives tale or not, but this is January, so go ahead and eat All those right. oysters.
6: Eat those oysters up. And then the Atlanta Wings Pub Crawl over in Midtown. Uh, you can hit up the Atlanta Wings Pub Crawl and enjoy more than eight different restaurants and bars that will be participating in this Lip Smackin' event. Um, you can get, on, get your wings on, enjoy some beer. Tickets for that are $22. And then also the band's visit which is the winner of 10 Tony Awards, will be playing over at the Fox Theater. Huge show. Huge show. I've heard amazing things about yeah. it. Uh, so if you're looking for some theater culture, you want to hit up the Fox Theater, you can see the show, I believe it's playing up until January 26th.
0: Excellent, and I'm, I'm taking a cooking class on Sunday. What? Yeah, we did, Maya and I did this uh, last year. Is it uh, fun? It's so fun. It's at this place at Phipps Mall. Okay. Um, and last year it was Italian, this, this year it's Asian. And we're gonna learn how to make soup dumplings. dumplings. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love soup dumplings. They're that's so awesome. Good.
6: I should look into that. I would love yeah. to do that. Josh would probably like to do that too. It's a cool Maybe little. Maybe that's like dig a dig. good Valentine's. There you go. A Valentine's. Yes, uh, this
0: was mm-hmm. one of my Hanukkah gifts. I'm <laughs> collecting it this week. So
6: thoughtful. And those socks. I need to ask her. Where she got the? I've been meaning to ask her yes. where she got those I'll socks. Put,
0: put, I want some Brittany Tannenbaum socks. To, <laughs> all right, uh, my I'll feet.
6: I'll, uh, I'll I'll get those <laughs> for you.
0: All things Access Atlanta on WSBTV.com. You can watch live on Roku, Amazon Fire, all that stuff. Uh, where can we find you on social media, buddy? So
6: I'm at Brit Elise, and then Access, at Access ATL is our Access Atlanta Instagram. And like you just said, you can catch us on all the streams.
0: Eat your oysters this weekend, buddy. Thanks. Very excited for uh, the cooking class on Sunday. Have you it done that with like your fun. husband? Yeah, 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 we have. It's, it's fun. good stuff. Yeah. Longoria, enchiladas. You want to learn how to make enchiladas? I already know how to, <laughs> but uh, i He can do. give
1: us a class. Yeah, there
0: you go. Patrick's in Roswell. Patrick, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? What up, buddy?
4: Well, you talked about life skills a few minutes ago, and I understand about uh, Lumpkin County. They also have a program, and I I happen to know uh, one of the instructors for uh, for that class, the Army Junior ROTC teaches life skills in a different way and they teach financial management they teach first aid they talk about american government in relation to how it works with the military and there's absolutely no requirement for a student to join the military when uh, when something like that goes on to do
0: rotc i got i gotta run patrick i appreciate it jc's in jefferson ah! jc uh all right we gotta go we gotta go i'm sorry jc and jefferson uh we're up against the hard out longoria as they say coming up next hour what are we going to do longo Impeachment stuff. Yeah, we're going on the Cox Media Group radio network. You're going to hear myself, Deb Green, Longo, WSB leading on us, Ron Carlson, Bill Crane, uh, across the uh, Cox Media Group radio network in Florida and Ohio and Oklahoma and uh, Cascajones, <laughs> all, over. Uh, all over, as we do our impeachment trial recap what exactly you missed today at the impeachment trial when you are at work. Uh, real quick, start of the show, almost, Brittany, you almost got it. Gonna give it to our buddy Bernd Peterson. Barrett Peterson, excuse me, Baron Peterson. When we come back, impeachment trial coverage continues on the Mark Aram Show.
4: Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. This is continuing coverage of the president's impeachment trial in the Senate.
3: If there is no objection, the Journal of Proceedings of the trial are approved to date. No objection, so ordered. Here's Mark Aram.
0: Hey, good Friday, everyone. Mark Aaron broadcasting live again from Atlanta across the Cox Media Group radio network as our impeachment trial coverage continues here across these United States of America. We are soon waiting for the House managers to uh, hit the floor again. I know uh, you probably weren't able to watch or listen to the impeachment trial. Today, while you were at work, that's why we're doing the show every night at this time throughout the trial to get you caught up to date on what you might have missed, what you didn't miss, and what's coming up next. Joining us live on the show tonight, our legal analyst, Ron Carlson, our political analyst, Ron Cr- uh, Bill Crane. And we'll, of course, answer any questions you might have about what happened today and what's going to happen in the future with the impeachment trials. We're going to try to keep these questions Uh, limited to what's going on in the impeachment trial, not so much on comments. I think we all know, depending on what side of the aisle you are, how you feel about the impeachment. But we have questions about what's going on on the Senate floor. What could happen going forward? That's why we have the experts here Uh, to lend their wisdom to you and answer any questions that you might have. The number to ask questions, 404-872-0750, 1-800-972-8255. Let's get you caught up to date on what exactly happened so far today at the impeachment trial.
2: Democratic House prosecutors are making their final arguments in President Trump's impeachment trial, focusing on the president's withholding of congressionally approved military aid to Ukraine. Impeachment manager Jason Crow says the president's lawyers will argue the aid was eventually restored, but not for any legitimate reason. He only released it after he got caught. Caught withholding it for political gain in a bid to force Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. Democrats are wrapping up their presentation on the first impeachment article, abuse of power, before moving to the second, obstruction of justice. The Trump team will start its arguments tomorrow. Saturday, which the president says in a tweet is called
0: Death Valley in TV. Sagar Magani, Washington. Joining us live, legal analyst Ron Carlson. Ron, happy Friday. Thanks, as always, lending us your time, my friend.
3: Great to be with you tonight. Looking forward to it, Mark.
0: So the Democrats wrapping up the first uh, impeachment article. The second one will begin shortly. Uh, the obstruction of Congress. Let's look ahead to that, what exactly that impeachment charge is, and, and what's the nuts and bolts of it. What What is the exact charge that uh, President Trump obstructed Congress?
3: Well, that's Article 2 of the impeachment articles. The first one, Mark, was abuse of power. This one is obstruction of Congress, which means that the Trump team, not handing over the documents which the uh, House wanted to look into the burisma affair and other things so that's that's where we are tonight uh... was it improper for the white house not to turn over these documents and you asked an excellent question last night mark you said when will things get exciting well uh... we got a changing of the guard uh... as the commentary is noted we've got the republicans coming up tomorrow so uh... that will add some variety and then we'll hear from professor Dershowitz. We know he'll give a fiery speech. We've seen him preview that in his uh, TV appearances on all sorts of channels. Uh, But the real excitement, Mark, will come next week. That's when Justice Roberts puts questions to the lawyers on all sides, questions written out by the senators, handed to the chief justice, and those questions will often be very loaded and leading, uh, for example, we might get a question to Adam Schiff like this. Oh, why are you hiding the whistleblower and who is he? Uh, there'll be questions like that, difficult to answer to the other side also. So that's coming up the middle of next week. We're looking forward to it.
0: Fireworks will we'll go there. I've got so many questions for you. Rob. I'm going to start with this. So we're about to hear about the second article, impeachment. Is this like a, like a trial, like a normal trial where uh, someone might be charged with Murder and um, tampering with evidence, okay?
3: Exactly. So the, the exactly, senators... That, you, you capture the essence of it, Mark, okay. yes. It's like suppressing evidence from the trier of fact, which uh, is uh, not justified under the circumstances. Now, of course, the White House response to that, and we'll hear more about this tomorrow, the White House response will be, uh, that's all covered by uh, executive privilege. You can't have documents where John Bolton and I are talking about how to deal with a foreign leader. Uh, That would destroy the privacy of the executive to make decisions. That'll be the White House decision.
0: Will the jury, in this case the Senate, vote separately on each article? Meaning, all right, we find him not guilty of Article 1, but Article 2 we find him guilty. Is that how it will work out?
3: Exactly. Just like in a real trial where the jury votes on each separate count of the indictment, We'll get maybe a guilty on one, not guilty on another. Uh, I don't expect that to happen here, that there would be a split verdict, but uh, conceivably that's the case because they will be voted on separately. Let's say
0: hypothetically that we do have a split verdict because uh, let's just we'll take the politics out of it. I think Article 2, if this was a regular jury, um, would be easier to get a conviction because, I mean, th- that the facts are there. The, the, the president has not allowed anyone to come forward. They've ignored subpoenas. All the the documents have not been forwarded. Uh, To me, that would be in a normal jury. That would be a more uh, likely uh, conviction on that second article. Hypothetically, if that happens, where the president is found not guilty of Article 1, but uh, is guilty of Article 2, is he removed from office or is that a separate vote?
3: No, that's that's, uh, absolutely the case. If he's convicted... Uh, That carries with it removal from office, and uh, either one of the articles would pose that sort of danger to the White House
0: interesting and not likely to happen but again if this was if you take the politics out of it and this was just a regular trial it seems like that article two it would be an easier conviction to get knowing that there's no hearsay there this i mean the facts are the president has not allowed people to uh to testify and they have not handed the whole justice system has not handed over any of the documents that have been requested
3: well your instinct for it is exactly right i think article two is the most dangerous to the white house because Article 1 is very far away from an established enlisted crime. Uh, Congressman Nadler, who addressed things last night, uh, did point out that uh, there is nothing in the U.S. criminal code that says that a president cannot delay funding that has been appropriated. And uh, as you know, Professor Dershowitz will be pounding on the point that the President cannot be impeached and removed from office except for a listed criminal code crime. Uh, abuse of power is a long ways away from that. Uh, obstruction of Congress is much closer.
0: Legal analyst, law professor Ron Carlson joining us uh, on the show. Mark Aram here on the Cox Media Group radio network as we continue to recap the impeachment trial. Uh, the Democrats have been criticized for repetition, dragging their feet. I, I use a sports analogy here, Ron. Um, they're, they're playing prevent defense. They're trying to run out the clock, try to take as much time as they can. Why are they doing that? Why, why didn't they wrap this up in three hours? Why are they using every single uh, minute that's allowed to them?
3: to pound away on their themes, and uh, sometimes lawyers do not want to leave any stone unturned. But you're sure right, Mark, sometimes brevity adds interest. The Republicans are going to try to profit from that example uh, because it's been a very fatiguing process for the senators. They say they're going to truncate their, their uh, approach to things. Uh, But we did notice that earlier in the week one of the senators, uh, Mark Warner, did fall asleep. USA Today reported on that. Uh, Senator Warner of Virginia appeared to nod off after a few minutes. He woke up with a jolt and, appearing slightly flustered, took a sip of water. So uh it's been it's been hard on the senators and I'm sure they're frustrated too sitting there for this long without the ability to talk or speak up or interpose themselves in the proceedings.
0: Back to the sports analogy, Ron, uh the Democrats will punt the ball over to the Republicans tomorrow. That's right. The death valley as President Trump has said of television, will the Republicans do uh their their side of the arguments quickly and get it done on a Saturday or will they drag it out and get some primetime viewing say on Monday
3: no it'll go into next week uh now if it will go beyond Monday remains to be seen because as I say I heard Robert Ray talk he's one of the uh, uh one of the president's uh, attorneys in this thing and he says they're going to try to make their approach much more abbreviated than what we heard from the um From the Democrats, but one area, Mark, where we've got bipartisan uh, participation and approach is the candy desk there in the Senate. You know, that's the only food they're allowed to have, and both Republicans and Democrats have been marching over to get their Hershey bar or whatever they have in there for them.
0: I recommend a Mounds bar. I think that gives you enough enough protein in there or an almond joy. This is uh, Congressman Adam Schiff today talking about today's proceedings. A former mayor of New York persuaded
2: a president of the United States to sacrifice all of that for a cheap shot at his political opponent for a smear against his political opponent,
0: Talking about Rudy Giuliani there, uh, Giuliani and uh, Lev Parnas in the news again today. Again, I'm going to shift over to witnesses. Uh, Any change on that? Do you think we'll see witnesses be called in this trial?
3: Well, of course, I think that there's, you know, arguments, strong arguments on both sides of the thing. I think the extensiveness of the proceedings, Mark, now starts to shift the tide a little bit against calling witnesses, because there's fatigue setting in, and I think the, the momentum is kind of going out of the thing to the point that uh, there'll be a fair number of senators that want to close this off by Friday of next week. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen.
0: You mentioned Alan Dershowitz. I I first became aware of Alan Dershowitz, the attorney from that movie about the Klaus von Bülow trial. And he's become, you know, a centerpiece television lawyer for years now on both CNN and Fox. He's been the go to legal analyst. Um, How does he fit on the Senate floor? Will that will that TV flair and that knowledge that he has work when he's, uh, you know, spitting his case to the senators and to the chief justice?
3: Well, it's absolutely the case that the Trump team was selected because they'd had a lot of uh, theatrical, dramatic, and television experience. So we can expect that he will give, as I say, a fiery talk, and the talk will center, Mark, on the following sort of point. He will say that you can't impeach a president uh, on something less than a listed, established crime, uh... there is no high crime or misdemeanor alleged in this thing and that's why the case against the president ought to be dismissed that's going to be his approach and he's going to rely on some past impeachments where the defendant has won on that basis for example uh, mark you may or may not know there was a supreme court justice who was impeached uh... this justice samuel chase was uh, a, a person of somewhat brusque manners, rudeness, and uh, not a not a person of real style. He he wound up getting impeached. Uh, the
0: Ron, Ron, impeached. I got to hold you right there. I want to hear the rest of that story. When we come back, okay. we do have a hard break right now. Legal gotcha. analyst Ron, Pref- uh, law expert Ron Carlson, joining us on the show. Your questions for Ron next at one 8255
3: We have heard plenty. The the managers for the Democrats have said there's overwhelming evidence. There's a mountain of evidence. They
0: said it's rock-solid evidence. They shouldn't need any more information to make a final decision. Republican Senator John Barrasso out of Wyoming says no more witnesses or documents are needed as the impeachment trial continues. Mark Aaron back live with you in Atlanta with legal analyst and law professor Ron Carlson talking about – Another day of the impeachment trial here. Ron, I'm sorry I cut you off before the break. Finish up uh, what you were talking about.
3: Just a quick point. The uh, Samuel Chase trial in the Senate, he had been uh, impeached by the House. The trial in the Senate resulted in a not guilty verdict. He pressed the point very hard. Hey, they didn't like my style. They didn't like my rudeness. But this is not a high crime nor a misdemeanor, and he won the case.
0: That will be the key point that uh, the president's lawyers are bringing home. Where is the crime here? Where is the misdemeanor? Uh, Kathleen joins us on the show. I just hung up on Ron. Good job, Aaron. Uh, Kathleen, what was your question for Ron, whom I just hung up on? <laughs>
1: uh,
6: actually, I was calling for the other thing about what I what I learned
1: as an adult.
0: Understood. All right, hang on. We're going to uh, get Ron back on. Let's get an update from uh Jamie Dupree, our Washington correspondent, on today's proceedings at the Senate floor. I'm
2: Jamie Dupree in Washington, wrapping up their arguments for conviction. Cannot leave a man like that in office. Democrats told senators today the president will stop at nothing to use his office against political rivals like Joe Biden. Our founders worried about a situation just like this. Congressman Adam Schiff. President Trump has abused the power of his office and must be removed. From
0: that office president trump's defense will finally start on saturday morning and then continue on monday jamie's going to continue the coverage throughout the weekend you can follow him uh, on twitter at jamie dupree his blog posts continue as well um, and you'll have the very latest coverage throughout the weekend and then monday morning during the morning news program in your local market here on the cox media group radio network we're uh, trying to get uh, ron carlson back on yeah, I apologize for that. That's Ron. Ron, a million apologies, my friend. I didn't. I didn't lock you in under the phone system, buddy.
3: No problem. <laughs> that that uh, was easily cured, Mark. So we're back with you. We got
0: one minute left, Ron, before we have to break for news. Uh, what do we expect for the rest of tonight?
3: Well, the rest of tonight, the uh, Democrats will perfect their Article Two approach. And also they'll lay some groundwork trying to do a pre-rebuttal to what they're going to hear from the Republicans who will start out with their case tomorrow.
0: And what time tomorrow will the Republicans hit the Senate floor? Do we know yet?
3: Uh, I haven't heard an announcement yet. Uh, I watch uh, and cover this thing all the way through. So very late when they finish up on the Democratic side, uh, Mitch McConnell will announce what time for the morning. So we'll be on top of it when it occurs, Mark.
0: Sources tell me it could be 10 a.m. Eastern. If so, uh, we will start the coverage then. Ron, always a pleasure. Our favorite legal analyst and law professor. Have a great weekend, buddy.
3: Thanks so much, Mark, and you do the same. Great to be
0: with you. And I apologize for hanging up on you earlier. <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess I just – he's a law professor. I've had, I had a bad time in college. I've got an itchy figure when it comes to professors. When we come back, political analyst Bill Crane and your calls about the impeachment trial, 1-800-972-8255. Hear ye, hear ye.
1: Here.
4: This is continuing coverage of the president's impeachment trial in the Senate. If there
3: is no objection, the journal and proceedings of the trial are approved to date. No objection, so ordered.
0: Here's Mark Aram. Welcome back to the show. Good Friday, everyone. Mark Aaron broadcasting live in at Atlanta across the Cox Media Group radio network. Impeachment trial update. Shows continue through the trial. They have just finished, I believe, which is their dinner break. They are now back on the Senate floor. This is Representative Jason Crowe from the Democratic impeachment team. Misconduct outside
2: of an impeachment inquiry while simultaneously claiming that Congress cannot investigate his misconduct in an impeachment inquiry.
0: This starts uh, article two of their arguments of the of impeachment course, that it is uh, obstructing Congress. We'll continue to monitor that situation. First half hour of the show, we had our uh, legal expert on Ron Carlson. We're going to shift gears now and talk the politics of the impeachment with uh, political analyst Bill Crane. William, always a pleasure. Happy Friday, sir.
5: Great to be here, and happy 6th anniversary by two days. I'm
0: late on the Mark Aram Show. Oh, well, the uh, latest uh, rendition of the Mark Aram Show. You're exactly right. Yes. But
5: six years you've had the show. Exactly
0: right. right. Thank you, Bill. Deb Green, my producer, should have brought a cake in or something a couple days ago. I'll
1: bring (laughs) one on Monday.
0: Or at least some Chick-fil-A. Okay. I'd rather Chick-fil-A right. than a cake. Um, Bill, so impeachment uh, Article 2 is being talked about right now, obstructing Congress. Now, I talked to uh, our legal analyst, Ron Carlson, and I, I said to, to uh, Ron, if this was a regular trial, regular jury, I, I think the jurors would have an easier time convicting the president on the second article than the first article. But there is not really a chance of that happening or either of these articles uh, coming to fruition, correct?
5: Well, I agree with your logic that the evidence is stronger that the president by direct order caused White House officials and administrative members to not testify and to not cooperate with subpoenas. But obstruction of Congress is not a law. It's not a crime. It's not like obstruction of justice. So part of the challenge is the executive branch has wide authority on how it does does it cooperate with the legislative branch, which will be a prime argument of the President's attorneys tomorrow. So though I agree with you that they've made the case effectively or they're in the process of making it, um, I don't think there'll be a guilty finding on either, in part because it requires a two-thirds vote, 66, and there's a 53-47 split currently, Republicans-Democratic, uh, in the House or in the Senate, where I think we may see a few Republicans break away is if they take up at all, and I'm not sure they will, the question of allowing additional evidence and new witnesses to testify. There's some indication that Senator Mitt Romney of Utah And a couple of Senators, Susan Collins and Barbara Mikulski Mikulski, of Alaska, uh, would consider voting to allow new witnesses and testimony, and that could bring it down to a wire separated by one vote because that vote is decided by Double majority.
0: political analyst Bill Crane joining us on the Mark Aram show tomorrow the Republicans take the Senate floor and we expect uh, that to be hammered home uh, many many times right this uh, the obstruction of Congress is not a law on the books therefore this is all hogwash this impeachment
5: yeah and if I were advising the president's attorneys there's been multiple interviews given by the president of the Ukraine and President Zelensky has said in print and in broadcast interviews time and again he didn't feel pressured he didn't feel his arm was being twisted. He didn't feel the president was asking him for it to do anything inappropriate or to intercede in American election. And if President Trump had, he would have ended the call or said no. So given that the person they're saying who was so influenced and browbeaten by this president in multiple instances has said that didn't happen, that's pretty effective and it hasn't received as much attention or play here in the United States. It certainly hasn't received national broadcast play to an audience of the United States
0: Senate. When the impeachment inquiry was going on in the House, one of the president's staunchest defenders was a Georgia congressman named uh, Doug Collins. Uh, We spoke to him this morning about the impeachment trial and how it moves forward today.
2: What's your impression of the House manager's case so far against the president? Uh, Are we learning anything new
4: here? No, we're really not. And I think that's the, I think some of the amazing things for the the senators, and I've said this uh, over the last uh, month as we were preparing for, for it to finally go to the Senate, is that for the first time, the senators in, uh, in America is seeing the case laid out in what I'll call long-form format. They're hearing from the House managers, and they're going to hear from the presidents. And when you lay it out uh, in that kind of format, they're going to see how what we saw in the House, was a, as Jonathan Turley said, was a very weak case on these two articles that come more from an animus toward the president than actual any wrongdoing. You're
2: on the president's impeachment team, uh, Congressman Collins. Uh, do you think the president's side is going to need all three days here to do their thing?
4: No, I don't. I think you'll see probably uh, a couple of days. I think they, they we have been playing before. They, we've known what we we're going to say. The facts is, uh, is, have been brought up many times. The facts are on our side on this. As I've said, I believe the truth is on our side and how this actually went down and how it has been folded out. So I think you'll see a very concise. I think it will not be as repetitive as what we have seen from the uh, House managers.
2: One of the things you keep hearing, uh, Congressman, is that this is really aimed at four Republican senators, trying to convince four Republican senators to break ranks and vote against the president here. Are you hearing any grumbling at all that uh, any Republicans are, are ready to move across the aisle?
4: No, and not at this point. I mean, there are Republicans, and they on um, that, and, and all who say let's you know have a fair trial. They're they're setting, they're doing that. They voted to have you know the the managers make their cases, and then they'll decide um, what they need to do going forward. I think it's become the greatest parlor game in in Washington D.C. And among the press corps right now. Is will this happen? Because really, there's no drama surrounding the fact that the president is going to be acquitted. There's nothing that has shown anything that that's not going to be the end result. So instead of dealing with the fact that the president in a few days is going to be acquitted, we're going to move on. It's become more of can we do a political hit job on four or five Republicans who are in tough Senate races across the country. And that's become more of the unfortunate focus of this than the actual fact that the case is not being made and the president's going to be acquitted in just a matter of days.
0: That's Georgia Congressman Doug Collins, political analyst Bill Crane. Uh, Doug Collins said the facts are on our side. The Democrats say the facts are on our side. Where do the facts lay, or is it still in that murky gray area, Bill?
5: Well, it depends on your perspective, and I'm not talking about your partisan perspective. Do you believe that if someone says that the president of, of the nation that was supposedly shaken down, that that didn't happen, that's not the way I received the phone call and I was on the call, it kind of is a weak argument to build a, to hang an impeachment on, and when obstruction of justice is a crime but obstruction of Congress isn't a crime, where are the bribery charges? Where are the obstruction of justice charges? Where are the perjury charges? And if you remember the Bill Clinton impeachment, one of them was lying to Congress. Why aren't they accusing the president of doing that? So I think the the prosecution of this particular case was flawed from the outset in terms of the choices made of what what were in the article, and it's made it a tougher job. That said, I think the House managers have been more effective in this instance, particularly Adam Schiff and to a lesser extent Jerry Nadler, who had to appear to be sort of above the fray, and not taking sides and preside over the hearings when it was in the House, but now can demonstrate they believed all along the president was guilty and here the facts that they see them. And, you know, facial facial reaction to uh, some of the things being said by the president as, as they're laying it out on the floor, uh, it's very clear that they felt on that side very long time that this president needs to be removed and the voters may not do it, so not to leave it to the voters in the election process. But I also agree with uh, Doug Collins a moment ago, there are 22 Senate seats up. Uh, majority of the, or 33, pardon me, 22 of the 33 are Republican. Uh, only four seats need to change parties to change control of the U.S. Senate into Democratic hands, and I believe he's correct that they're basically using this trial as a push-through for November to both harm the president and potentially take out three or four Republican vulnerable Senate seats. And and basically have an all-Democratic-controlled Congress.
0: We mentioned uh, the four the four Republican senators, Murkarski, uh, uh, Collins, etc. Um, but that, that just gets the Dem. if they do flip them, that just gets the Democrats to 51 in the impeachment trial. 67 needed to convict. Why, why are those four important if, if there's still not going to be a conviction, Bill?
5: They, they could allow addition. If you had 51 senators vote in favor of new evidence and new testimony, you could see... Ambassador John Bolton uh, offer up some information that might be embarrassing or not comfortable for the White House. He's definitely been an insider all along in all of this process. You could see Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and some other senior administrative officials, including uh, Acting chief of staff Mick Mulvaney, put in some very difficult positions. You may remember it was Mick Mulvaney who basically went out and said days after this uh, flap started, that yes the president did know he was withholding the funds that yes that was part of the intention and that's gonna happen and that's the way they're gonna wield foreign policy. You're gonna do what the US government wants to do, you to do, do, or you're not going to get foreign aid. Well that's that's not legal. Yes, and uh, so he had to walk that back and nearly lost his job over it. Um, that would not be fun to recall and uh, in sworn testimony and deposition in private hearings or in the later public hearings that might follow. And well, I just don't also don't think that the 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 Senate has the stomach for extending this this much longer. The the peak viewership day was Tuesday, the first day, 12 million viewers, which is about the least number we've had at any of the Democratic presidential debates. The the numbers have been declining every day. Like it or loathe, people are not getting in.
0: Political analyst Bill Crane joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Our impeachment recap continues. Uh, Your questions at 404-872-0750, 1-800-972-8255. Tom joins us in Dayton, Ohio. Tom, welcome to the program, sir.
4: Hello there. What can we do for you, buddy? Yeah, I've been listening to all this uh, deal, and uh, I just can't get over uh, Hunter Biden. He seems to me like he's the fly in the buttermilk.
0: Meaning what? I love that expression, by the way.
4: Meaning uh, he's the fly in the
3: buttermilk. (laughs) I got that. And... uh, (laughs) this is a conspiracy by the Democratic Party
0: mm-hmm.
3: to entrap President Trump.
0: Well, I don't know about entrapment. Uh, I think that Hunter Biden's more of the moss on the log, Bill. Um, we-
3: I, I think
5: I think Hunter Biden and his father will come away from this perhaps more politically damaged than Donald Trump. If for no other reason from the, the, the caller who's on with us now, there's a strong belief, true or false, that there's a double standard that Joe Biden could talk about withholding aid because it was official U.S. policy at the time mm-hmm. to do away with corruption in the Ukraine and have the media sort of as an ally saying breathlessly throughout the impeachment trial hearings, uh, we have no evidence, and there's no evidence presented that Hunter Biden or his father Joe Biden did anything wrong. Uh, there's, you know, among the president's supporters in base, there's a growing belief that if you're named Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton or Joe Biden or Hunter Biden, the rules are different for you. And whether that's supported by fact or not, it energizes the voters. It entered, it's certainly been a very effective fundraising tool for this president. Um, and there are a lot of people I hear it regularly from my own listeners and feedback on Facebook that, why aren't you talking about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden? Why aren't they being investigated? Well, he's not president of the United States. He was vice president, and the son is a private citizen. That doesn't mean there won't be at some point an in investigation, but that is not the investigation that's underway today.
0: Political analyst Bill Crane joining Mark Aram on the Cox Media Group Radio Network as we continue our impeachment trial recap. We'll come back with more recalls. Uh Representative Adam Schiff now on the floor live at the uh, Senate floor as the uh, Democrats start Article 2 of the impeachment process. We'll come back, finish up the Friday edition of the show. 404-872-0750, 800 972 You can find me on Twitter at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. Back after this. Mark Aram on 95.5
4: WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. President Trump tried to cheat, he got caught, and then he worked
2: hard to cover it up. That the aid was released and the investigations were never announced, so therefore, no harm, no foul, right? Well, this defense would be laughable... If this issue wasn't
0: so serious. Audio from earlier today as the impeachment trial continues on the Senate floor. Currently, the Democrats now back on the floor with Article 2 of the impeachment obstructing Congress. Mark Aaron back with uh, political analyst Bill Crane taking your calls on the impeachment trial at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-972-8255. Rhonda joins us on the program. Hello, Rhonda.
2: Hey, Mark. Thanks
5: for
2: taking my call. My pleasure. Um,
5: Quick question. Is they have no proof to bring against the president can he in return file a lawsuit for libel slander or defamation whether he's still as president or after he's out of office
0: bill what do you say to that
5: probably a better question for Ron Carlson but he's a public figure so his what what could be considered libel or slander of a public figure is pretty loose but I would say after he's out of office, where there is some vulnerability for him to be potentially prosecuted again, he has different rights as, as a private citizen than he does the president of the United States to sue for slander, defamation of character, etc. The
0: the way I'm reading this, Rhonda, that's a great question, by the way. Thank you. Um, a lot of the Republicans I'm talking to uh, are, are saying, well, you know, we don't like what the president did, but we don't think it's impeachable. So uh, – so that might cut some of the uh, the sting out of any lawsuit that might be filed if, if if it's agreed that what he did wasn't 100% proper, but it just wasn't impeachable. So there, there might not be any reason for a lawsuit there for libel, et cetera, et cetera.
5: Well, and, and if he's not convicted, the president's going to be very happy that's to out for the remainder of the campaign season that he was exonerated, even though that's not the word they're going to use if they do not find either him guilty of either of the two articles of impeachment.
0: Correct. Uh, Justin joins us next on the show. Hey, Justin, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Mark. Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on?
4: I just didn't know if anybody had asked this question yet or not, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts from both of you about, you know, here in about 10 or 11 days, the president's going to deliver his next State of the Union address.
0: Yeah, on a Tuesday, right?
4: And, you know, uh, you know, the, the potential for witnesses notwithstanding, um, I just, you know, it would be incredibly rich for him to stand up there at the uh, at the dais of the House. With all of this still not yet resolved or potentially resolved, my question would be, what is the likelihood, general consensus in Washington, D.C. right now that this may wrap up, if not right before or right after the State of the Union address? Well, Justin,
0: i got to cut you off real quick, Bill. we got about 30 seconds. I know Mitch McConnell wants this done before the State of the Union. Any chance they push the State of the Union back if this isn't wrapped up?
5: In the letter of invitation from Nancy Pelosi, they referenced that was a possibility. I don't think that happens and I think the President will use it as a victory lap.
0: Bill Crane, great coverage as always. Our political analyst on the I'm gonna I'm gonna tap into you next week as the impeachment trial update continues. Is that all right, buddy? Always a pleasure. All right. Have a great weekend, Bill. Have a great weekend, everybody out there. Thank you for uh, listening all week as we continue to our impeachment trial recaps every night. We'll continue again on Monday. Same bad time, same bad channel. We'll continue the conversation online, if you would like, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, or Facebook, Mark Arum WSB. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves.